bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, yes, it is live on iHeartRadio right now. Here's a good one for you. Settle in because it's going to be a lot of fun. The Bindery, it's a new restaurant, 1817 Central Street in Denver, Colorado. It's called the Highlands, and this is a cool one. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, live at a chef's table, Jay. Uh, Greg, you know, we've done some live broadcasts in some fun places. We did a cattle ranch. We've done inside of a distillery. Around a fire at a cattle ranch. Around right? a fire. Uh, but uh, the, in the halls of the Great American Beer Festival. Right. Very we did uh, next to Law's Whiskey House Barrels inside the distillery, but we've never been inside of a kitchen on a Saturday night, and uh, it's awesome. Uh, a chef's table. So big, wide open kitchen at the binary. We're going to be here for the next two hours, and this is really cool. If you're in the shot of our boys, come down and check us out at 1817 Central Street. It's the Bindery Eatery Market and Bakery, and it is all that. Chef's table inside this beautiful open kitchen. This is going to be something that you're going to want to stick around and listen to this broadcast because you'll be able to figure out how you can win the lottery. And it really is actually like winning the lottery, Jay. It is. I mean, think about this, Greg. How often do you get the opportunity to not only dine and one of the finest restaurants in Denver, but do it from inside of the kitchen where you watch them make the magic happen. And for somebody that's been in the restaurant business 25 years, this is a priceless thing to win. So I, you said how many times? Well, never. I've never well. done it. You've never done it. A live broadcast. I think we're doing a lot of firsts tonight. And as we sit down, it's just like settle in. Here we go. We're going to drink some delicious kava. Uh, we're going to talk about so many things, but we have to introduce this gal to the stage. And she's live on 630 KHOW and iHeartRadio. Uh, thought you hang the, hung the moon. And it's uh, Chef Linda Hampton Fox, owner chef here at the Bindery. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we get these crazy ideas, and then something inside of us says, let's do it, right? I love it. Absolutely. So here we are at the Bindery, 1817 Central Street. And tell us what's going on right now. Here we are at the chef's table, and, and we're live on Instagram. So you can seek out The Modern Eater on Instagram. You get the visualization along with this live broadcast. So settle in. Uh, we're about to have dinner here at the chef's table, right? <laughs> it's, it's great. We had this idea for a long time, and to actually see it come to fruition with you and Jay as our first guest yeah. at the chef's table is really Can we cheers? Honor. Yes, cheers. <laughs> cheers, 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 Jay. Here, here I come, here I come. This is great. Yeah, and this is what it's about. It's about uh, people coming together, friends and family, but it's a... Um, it's a unique experience to be inside of your kitchen. First of all, let's talk about the bindery. Um, there you are, and, I, and I, I'm a voracious reader, so I love to read about people, what they're doing, the business. You, have you ever heard of the most interesting man in the world? Yes. Uh, you, you're the most interesting woman in the world. And I'll tell you what, international travels, you, 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 you hail from, what, New Jersey? I was born in New Jersey. New Jersey. So there you go. Uh, Daughter to immigrants? Yes. Big, big family of Polish and Czech immigrants. 
My dad was like the youngest of nine children. My mom was the oldest of seven. Um, hardworking family and uh, definitely life uh, was focused around the kitchen all the time. Big family dinners, events. Um, so what was your influ influence early on in your life? I mean, your travels, had your journeys and, and your, your wanderlust hasn't begun as of yet as a child. No, absolutely not. But my family, definitely. I mean, I tell people I was born in the 60s. You know, it was a time of eating innocence. Mm -hmm. There was really um, farms, roadside stands where you got your produce were, uh, you know, all over where now, unfortunately, there's a lot of development. But um, I grew up in a pretty agricultural area. Right. And, um, again, my mom, my parents, my grandmother just... So it's just a focus on food. So it starts really young. And things come full circle because you talk about sourcing and sustainability and things. That, it's almost like the aha moment to where it's like, I'm like a little girl again, right? And I'm doing the things and they're coming back in, but I have such a wealth of knowledge behind me now that it enhances that. So let's begin. There you go. You head out of New Jersey and, and your travels take you to where? First to Colorado, I came to the university in Boulder, and then um, uh, stayed in Boulder in between the time when I was 18 and 28. Worked in different restaurants, had a small catering business, um, always very passionate about cooking and in the food world. Learned every facet of being in a restaurant at that period of my life. And That's the learning stage. That's the learning stage. And a lot Definitely. of mentors. Absolutely. And then I think also, um, you know, talking about the food in my family in particular, um, I think to be a really good chef, your food needs to mean something to you. And th that element of nostalgia from when I'm growing up, you'll see as we start to talk about the menu, there yeah. are little nuances that come from all these different parts and times in my life. And... and indigenous to regions of the world that you lived in as well. Absolutely. So, And an infusion maybe there too. I don't want to jump ahead, but there's a few dishes that take a cup, take on a couple of regions. Uh, you know, these uh, Italian-inspired dishes with some of the Mexican flair to it as well. Absolutely. You know, before we open the door, the most common question people would ask me is like, okay, what is the food? What is the food? Wanting like a concise answer. And I started to be able to tell people it's my entire life, like mm -hmm. my entire heritage, my entire life is in our menu. And it's such a hard question to answer. I mean, I think it's the hardest question to answer for a lot of chefs because it's not just one thing. Mm -hmm. It is your family. It is your travels. It is the people that you've worked with. There's so many influences that go into a really well-thought-out menu. You have children? I do. I have a daughter who's in Vermont at Middlebury College. She's 21, and I have three great stepsons. My daughter, Emma, my stepson, Jake, um, Ben, and Matthew. It's interesting. I read somewhere that um, you were quoted to say, after you, you, the, the children, now they're raised, right? Now it's time for me to have a child. And here it is, the bindery. Oh, my gosh. It's, I absolutely like that. So I had quite a few opportunities to do a particular restaurant project. I've had a lot of different clients and people I've worked with through my life. Um, just 
wanting to fund me or um, you know promote me or do something with me. And I said, no, not until my daughter leaves for school. And so she graduated, um, and I started working on the bindery. And actually, she is a senior in college, so it took four years for us to finally get the doors open. Hard, long road finding the right location. We were really set to come into Lohi um, and uh, construction, and here we are. It's just amazing. I, I'm so happy to finally be cooking and have the doors open. Let's talk about the bindery. And I don't know, should we take a see how time goes by so quick? We were worried about having a lot of stuff to fill, and it's just not the case. And your restaurant is filling up. You know, you got people coming in for their reservations, and, and the kitchen is, is just as live as ever. And it's coming into the holiday season, and it just all feels right, doesn't it? Just it, all well. It's great. It's really wonderful. We are very excited. Again, uh, Jay and myself, were live from the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. And it's just that. It's all of these things together. And I think that that really was, uh, within the name, part of what you envisioned, right? To have those components together? Yeah, it's really interesting because, um, for me, after my years in living in, in Europe, I lived um, five years in southern Switzerland on the northern Italian border, right near Lake Como, between Lake Como and Lake Lugano. And then um, almost 10 years in Tuscany. And for me, I often frequented places like the Bindery where you could come in any time of day. It's a neighborhood place. You can find a great coffee, a wonderful pastry. You could take something out. Or you could have the full service experience. And I think one of the things that's really great about what we're doing is kind of the marriage of all those elements, but also that so many people haven't really understood the level of service and sophistication and refinement within the food and the space, because we do have that kind of casual element, but we also have this really, you know, sophisticated experience. And one of those things is the offering of the chef's table. Jay, jump in here because I want to talk about uh, the bindery and the inside look of this. So again, uh, on 1817 Central Street here in Denver, Colorado, it's the Highlands. And uh, I call this kind of restaurant row. You've got so many selections. And here it is, bookends, the bindery bookends the restaurant row right by Prost. You you come off I-25 and then you, you circle to the west. And you're right on Central Street, and they've got 55 parking spots, which is just a rarity when it comes to restaurants, uh, to be able to just swoop in, get under a parking uh, garage that's covered, and park your car, come on in the binder. You're about, I don't know, 200 feet away from your parking, a couple hundred feet. Uh, not even, like 100 feet. And actually... Um Right off the interstate, we're like 10 seconds away. Oh. And, it, and it's free parking. Yeah. It's great. Perfect. Yeah, Greg, uh, I'm sorry to jump in here yeah, uh, on your chef, but I like to describe it as it, it's convenience meets beauty meets uh, delicious food is, is what it is. It's easy to get here. It's beautiful once you get inside. Thank you, and Jack. the food is absolutely delicious, as you can see. And if you're not yeah. seeing, Greg, I want to remind people to go to our Instagram. And we're doing a live stream from inside of the kitchen as uh, we pour another uh, glass of the bubbly the visuals have to be great in here jay and the open concept the market bakery um it it seems to me i I surmise that this is kind of built for spend the day with us absolutely absolutely you can come in in the morning 
get a great coffee, come back, grab a quick lunch. Um, great place to have a happy hour and certainly a beautiful dinner. So definitely it was a place. Did you know they say there were some restaurants that you go to visit? And I really wanted the Bindery to be a restaurant that you could live in. Yeah, and you definitely could, short of sleeping here. Uh, <laughs> I do a couple of times, <laughs> almost. Sure you have. It's been some long days. That's right. Busy show. We've got so many great people here that you've, uh, you know, it's one of those things to where uh, you have visions and you put this together and obviously, um, you know, you get the note on the place, but you, you have to build a team around you. And we have your team with us here tonight. I think it's going to be so cool to highlight them. But we're going to go through all types of things like the bakery, the market itself, your brunch. Uh, we're going to talk to your chef, Jake Riley, who's going to, he's, he's also a butcher as well. You have all these well thought out components. And then in the next hour, we're going to jump to uh, Zach. And you'll hear from Zach at 630, actually. Um, Zach's your general manager, and he's a really cool guy. He's up for this. He is like, let, he's locked and loaded. He's ready to go. I am so lucky to have him. He's an incredible manager and also a, a SOM. And so he yeah. brings a lot to the table. A lot of knowledge, very smart, handsome guy. Uh, it's kind of all in the family. Caleb Purcell is going to join us in your bar program. Um, just doing great things. Cocktailing. I, I'm, I've. I'm a geek of this, so I've looked through your your bottles and the libations. Linda's looking around. She's a chef. She's like, how's my kitchen actually doing? We're, we've got this chef's table, but Zeta, <laughs> she, this is cool. Kayla will join us. We'll do Booze in the News, and Scott Hornick will join us from Synergy. Uh, they're a wholesaler uh, for wine, and they're just doing great things, and they mean a lot to Linda Hampson Fox. Scott's a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh, – it, it, Scott Assam himself, do you know? I he, think he said he was. I'm yeah. sure he yeah. is. He, is. And he did yeah. say that. You're yeah. And he is just, he's a character. He's got his bow tie on tonight. He says, I'm all ready for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so get him on you Facebook know, Live. Unfortunately, you know, um, food is such a visual thing. It's so great. Mm-hmm. But as you're here and we're talking on the, the show, yep. um, you can't capture the smells. The smells in the kitchen are, are really um, so beautiful. True. You know what I can capture is this guy cutting up some, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, octopus. That is a beautiful Spanish Over octopus. Over here, look at this. Cl- right in front. Greg, it's it's a foot in front of me. This guy's preparing octopus. I mean, how can you, how do you beat that? Well, you don't. And we're live at the chef's table at the bindery. This is so much fun. Uh, Linda Hampton Fox, that's Chef Linda Hampton Fox. She is the uh, owner and chef here. Uh, along with Jake Riley. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll regroup. Jay's going to go around and do a little bit of uh, selfie sticking with the mm-hmm. with the Instagram Live. I like to have that kind of uh, element of the visual here with us tonight because uh, there's not much more of a treat. And you'll hear more about this chef's table as we tell you how you can get a chance to win the lottery. And that's exactly what it is when you come down uh, to the Bindery Restaurant. Uh, we'll do that. We'll take a break. We'll come back live from the Bindery. And, again, it's 1817 Central Street here in Denver, Colorado. 55 parking spots that are covered for you, right? Uh, off I-25 is the exit. Come back in a flash. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Linda Hampson Fox. We'll do it up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you... 
that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins. The list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy's Gourmet hotdogs.com Hi everybody, it's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 at Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Oh, yes, you are. It's a special treat on iHeartRadio tonight because we're live from the Bindery Eatery Market and Bankery, and it is all that, 1817 Central Street here in Denver, Colorado. It's called the Highlands. You've been here once or twice, and you need to come. Uh, mark it off on your list, the Bindery. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker. Uh, Jay, this is a cool thing. Again, we said, uh, you know, what, what sets the Bindery apart? And then Chef Linda Hampson Fox uh, here with us as well, the uh, owner and chef. Uh, female chef, we, we need to talk about that. Uh, let's do it right now. Uh, a female chef in kind of what I believe to be a, a dominated industry by men. And, and we just heard the voice of uh, Carrie Baird, who's on the uh, 15th season of Top Chef. It just premiered this last Thursday. And there's Carrie from Bordeaux in the kitchen. And uh, I, I, I talked to these gals. She co-hosts uh, the show with us at, um, at Stanley Marketplace a couple of weeks ago. But... And Chef Nikki Olston and Jen Jasinski, these are other gals here in town. It's, Linda, as, as much as it's been a rarity to do that and command a kitchen, we're having food sitting down in front of us. I love that. That's distracting, yeah. right? <laughs> That's our rabbit rarebit. It's a great dish. And a rare bit is a Welsh dish. It's usually a toast with mustard and cheese. And I love rabbit. I love rabbit since living in Italy. And it's one of my favorite foods. And so we braise this rabbit in um, beer from Prost Brewery right next door, their Weiss beer. And then we smoke it. And then it's paired with a great Vermont white cheddar and some smoked pecans. And it's a great toast. It's a great plate to share. And Definitely, please, please uh, dive in there. You are such a chef to where you're, you're just like, please, please enjoy the food. And that's the way that it is, right? Yeah. It's like it comes out. It's time to eat. No, absolutely. A woman in the that. kitchen, right? I mean... Where do you begin with that? I'm glad more and more these days it's it's not something to well, where it's an anomaly. Yeah, so this is an interesting conversation because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, women were in the kitchen their whole lives. Right. But as a professional, you know, the, the chef was always men, uh, predominantly men. 
And it's great to see more and more women in the kitchen and as a profession. And we have um, quite a few great women on our team. Rachel Young is our head baker, and she's doing a wonderful job. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, there's just more, more women looking at careers in the kitchen instead of just being at home in the kitchen. I've had female bosses most of my life. Yeah. And I was great. raised by my mother and my sister, basically. Um, I'm used to taking uh, orders from a gal and, and love it because generally they're very even keel of what they're talking about and doing and very decisive in their mind. You know, there's not much of that that male ego behind in right. the kitchen. Does that make sense to you? No, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the other thing I think that's important too is, I mean, Denver is... It's, you know, everyone nationally, the attention is on Denver right now. What's going on in the restaurant world? And uh, there are a few women who actually own their own restaurants in this city. Um, we're a handful, and I'm really honored to join this group of great women mm -hmm. that have been cooking in this city for for some time. Um, but I think that combination of just, you know, actually being a business owner and a chef, that's even a smaller group than mm -hmm. women just being in the profession. Here's what's cool. It's um, more and more it won't even be a topic of conversation. And what when when that day comes to where we don't even have to bring it up no. because it's just it's, yeah. it's just so regular. Right. Uh, that's what we're striving right. towards. And then also Kayla Purcell, who you'll hear from shortly, is our, our bar manager. And she's a young woman. And uh, I think, you know... Um, I know through her career, she had kind of encounters where the guys that were there in the bar, bartenders, bar managers, were like, you're not really up for this. And she's just brought it on. She has shined, developed our beautiful wine program. Um, as a neighborhood eatery, I've really wanted to keep it at a certain price point. We often have compliments and bottles out on every table. It's a very approachable wine list. And our cocktail program, it, and she'll be here to talk about that. Yeah, but she's great. So we do have a lot of strong leadership of women in the bindery, but we also have a lot of talent in the kitchen. The guys are incredible. Not just Jake, our executive chef, but Marcus and Clyde and some of the young guys behind us. Dimitri's from France. He's worked at a Michelin one-star uh, restaurant in New York. He's only 20 barely, and also we've got um, Jordan here behind us, and he's a young guy, 20, 20. He's not even 21. <laughs> he can't drink, but he's. These guys are great. They are a lot of talent here. Greg, if I could jump in for yep. a second, Jay Parker here. Uh, one of the things that that comes to mind when I hear Chef Linda talk is, and I, I think she'll agree with this wholeheartedly, I'll tell you what, when those tickets start to come in on the line, sex goes out the window, and it doesn't matter who you are. It's some people can get the job done and some people can't, and uh, keep that in mind. When you see who's back there, guy or girl, uh, if they're doing what they're doing, they're there for a reason, and I'll tell you what, you don't think about guy or girl when, when the tickets start to pile up. Absolutely, and I think also, again, what I was saying about being a great chef, it's really... Your food has to mean something to you. And I'm so honored and thrilled to have such a strong staff who are really passionate about what they do, care about what we're doing, and um, you know, just help us grow as a, a, a new restaurant. Although um, 
I did find out yesterday we were just nominated as one of the top 15 new restaurants in the city for 2017. So well, we were really pumped what? up. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. And, and again, with, with gals like you, Linda, I say um, continued success because the, you, you just are so blessed already, I can tell. Yeah. And it's just going to build and build. Uh, it's 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeart radio station. Again, time goes by so fast, and we're kind of moving on our feet today. I, can, I like it like that as we broadcast live from the Bindery uh, here in Highlands. And we're sitting down with Chef Linda Hampton Fox. What are you pointing at me, Chef? Just look at all those tickets piling up right there. They're, they're starting to happen. We've got some um, people walking in the door here. So uh. I'm going to ask your direction live on the radio because I want to do this right. I want to dig into your menu because I yeah. think our listenership would really appreciate your menu. But there are some nuances that I, I think that maybe only that you'll be able to explain um, your flavors and the taste that came from this. And... Uh, I, I'm wondering about your time as well. Are you okay on I'm time? I'm good. You're I good. am so good. So Thank you. Should it's, we should we do, yeah. do that? And should we Let's look to? Um, we'll look to Jake for the in the kitchen. Okay. But let's just come back w- with yourself, and we've got plenty of time in the next hour. Where we're really going to be covering a lot of your bar program, uh, libations, wines, yeah. uh, the kava that you're cooking with. Actually, that we're drinking right now, aren't we? Uh, this is the kava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's delicious. Casa de Valor. Yes, it's a great kava. It is being made in Spain. Um, as part of our one of our wine purveyors, Synergy, um, the owner Scott. Um, He'll be on ex- the show. Yeah, is it, exactly. He'll be on the show. So coming up, let's dig into the menu, and I think it's really worthwhile. A couple of things. Uh, again, I do my homework, and uh, I'm a reader, but I couldn't find anything on this. I got to figure out what a black and blushing New York steak is. <laughs> Can we do that when we get back? Absolutely. Let's do that. All right, a black and blushing New York steak. It's on the menu along with some other delicious things. Um, I look at your menu and my mouth just starts watering itself. What are you pointing at here? Uh, we've got the um, Spanish octopus that Clyde is working on. Is the, that plated? The grill. Or is he, he... He's bringing it on. Um, they're over there cooking on the Hestons. That's the char broiler. And he's got some Thank octopus you, working for us. Is this, is, is this how the chef's table is going to really look when people get to enter in the lottery and maybe they're a lucky one to pick and yeah. four, four people can sit down here with them at a very reasonable price? I think I read 125 bucks yes is, is that what exactly. it, i mean that is so reasonable exactly. but this is the experience i was thinking that maybe it was going to be a little too hot being in the kitchen i've got cool air that's pushing down on me yeah. right now am well, i wrong uh, nope it's great ventilation we've got some pretty serious ventilation with these heston cook lines um, there's a lot of power in in what we're doing here um, between the french top flat top um, 12 burners here, the char broiler, pasta cooker, all of it. So, um, yeah, the, there's good ventilation. It's um, luxury at its finest, right? Sitting here at the chef's table. You think this is going to work? So this is our test run tonight. This is the first one. This is our test run. And I designed this kitchen specifically to do exactly what we're doing tonight. So it's a pretty spacious kitchen as far as kitchens go. Demetria, again, who is our young French chef um, from Paris, he uh, told me that in a third of this kitchen, he's worked with like eight chefs in this little section. And so we actually have a pretty wonderful, open, spacious kitchen that connects to our open bar. And um, these two main tables are where we do a lot of preparation. And um, it was always intended that we would seat people in this kitchen. So we have this absolute black granite on the, throughout the entire kitchen, which is pretty unique. 
and um, this this is what it's going to be like. We're going to see four people once a week in here, and uh, Zach, our GM, is, is our he, host. Is, is he the host? Because he's, he's really the host. He and I are host and hostess during this special yeah. occasion. So we're starting with the, the Cava, and um, he will move through some very special wines and pairings with the food that we have. Some of the experience of the chef's table is definitely playing our hits, because a lot of people are expecting to yeah. see the octopus, the rabbit. Yeah. But our chefs, um, Marcus Clyde, even the guys behind me, they're going to be creating things that aren't on our menu. So the experience is even uh, more unique. It'll be dishes that you don't have normally on our, our regular menu. Oh, so treats. Yeah, so it's a lot of creativity, um, a lot of talent, and it's an opportunity for them to also um, show you some of that. Uh, I think the idea is that as they're really servicing um, the entire restaurant, they are also your host, and um, uh, they will be having a conversation with you about your food taste and what kinds of things you like and what kind of things you maybe don't like and designing a very unique experience here at the chef's table. It's exactly what it is. It's a special, unique experience and you're treated like He's royalty. I can't wait to octopus. I can't wait to introduce you to Zach and uh, I have food to eat. Jay, we have food to eat, so we need to take a break. But here, here we are on Instagram Live right there. Linda, can you see the table? It looks so cool. People are enjoying that. And let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll um, dive into this menu, and then we'll introduce you to a bunch of fun people, uh, Kayla and Zach and uh, Chef Jake. We'll do it all and more when we get back. Greg Holland back, Jay Parker, Chef Linda Hampton Fox, live from the chef's table at the binary right here in Highlands, and it's 1817 Central Street. Be back in a flash right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Scott Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from the holiday hullabaloo? Well, stop into Brews Beers and kick back. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers that get rave reviews. And for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special beers, including a dark saison with plums, figs, and spices, a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, and of course our Belgian-style champagne beer. The only one in Colorado, brewed once a year, not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch beers. And for your special friends, there's the World of Belgian Beers Tasting Class, a totally unique experience. Don't forget to stock up on crawlers for your holiday parties. Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z beers.com. We're dog-friendly indoors and out, so come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. 
Okay, we'll be back to the bindery here momentarily, but I have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, this is the man with the plan. You need to get an A-Plus on your faucets and your draft lines. He's doing a huge build-out right now at Tap 14 next to Keegan Gerhardt's place, D-Bar, on 19th Avenue. Jeff Rourke, uh, please, here's the deal. I'm begging you, don't pour beer out of your faucets that's not efficient. Because if you're pouring inefficient beer, Jay... You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. You need to get that A+. And Jeff's going to be able to tweak your system, do maintenance, do a build-out, add a line. Uh, he's just the most trusted guy in the business. Give him a call, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solutions. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Jay Parker live from the bindery. It's a lot going on, and we're at the chef's table here at uh, the bindery. Linda, can you hear us okay? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Zach, are you with us? I'm with you. GM Zach. <laughs> Zach, you've been running around. Greg, uh, Jay's there. He's doing a lot of great stuff on Instagram right now. We've got the split screen now, Linda, so we can show the dish. And then show the table. How cool is this? So we're live on Instagram as well. Um, The Modern Eater is all you need to search out. And again, uh, if you want to get down to the bindery, which I really do encourage, it's 1817 Central Street. Uh, And again, tonight, really the reason is to introduce you to the bindery, eatery, market, and bakery. Um, but also to the people that make this place happen and to introduce you to the chef's table that you might get a chance. Uh, Zach, welcome to the show officially. Thank you so much, GM, here at the Bindery. Uh, I'm just meeting you. You automatically know this is a guy you want to hang around right there. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's it's great to be here. It's uh, cool to be, and the hospitality is is great right off the bat. But here we are. Uh, We're kicking off this chef's table with a show. So I don't think it's going to be any more chaotic than what you're seeing now. Probably more well-behaved, but so far so good, Zach? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not bad. Uh, (laughs) We're going to go over some of the menu things. I wanted Chef Linda to stick around and talk about the menu because I think there's some nuances that maybe only you can explain. Linda, would that be fair? Uh, Certainly. I mean, a lot of that was, um, again, what I was saying earlier as far as... Uh, my personal heritage and history that's been developed in each of these dishes. I have like 13 menus in front of me. I'm trying to find. find do you have the menu there? You do? We'll share it. This we'll is share. the dinner menu. We'll share it. So here's a dinner menu for those of you on Instagram. And I want. So your Wanderlust brought you all around the, the world. You're, you're well traveled. But from what I understand, uh, a stint in Mexico, France, Spain, Italy. Yes. I lived in Switzerland and in Italy, but traveled all through Europe. So it was um, lots of beautiful exposure through France, Germany, Austria, Italy, Switzerland, Holland, um, England. Um, and then uh, quite a bit of time in Mexico, uh, specifically Baja, and um, working on creating and starting a, a cooking school down in um, Cabo. San Jose del Cabo, and then working in the Tota Santos area, uh, cooking on beautiful beaches in the National Cactus Sanctuary, uh, is, uh, organic farms. Cabo is a great place. So um, there are some influences, like the uh, octopus that we were eating right now, the agua chile ne- ne- negra, and also the beef cheeks. Um, we uh, braise those with vanilla beans and uh, Wayo and uh, ancho chilies. So this is quite a 
little bit of an eclectic. Um, so when, that's the octopus dish, right? And when I hear that, um, that means it, chilies, uh, and water chili, basically, right? It, and so it's octopus in the in the chili water. Exactly, exactly. But that sauce is actually born um, burnt corn uh, tortillas and habaneros with some avocado oil, lime juice, and celery juice. And people love that sauce, right, Zach? I mean, the octopus is a big seller. By far, probably one of the more popular dishes that we have. Um, guests come actually out of their way to, to have that. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying, hey, will you sell that in the market? <laughs> and we're like, well, we got to start selling this in the market. Right. We, we, you know? yeah, we've talked about that. Hey, uh, Jay Parker here. Yeah. You, you, chef... Uh, as we look at the octopus, I mean, let's be honest, for some people, when they hear octopus on a menu, they can be a little standoffish, a little scared. What, what would you tell somebody to, to calm their nerves, to say, listen, this is what it tastes like? Try this it and, a, be, you know. and be quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Let the smiles do the talking from the other tables? Or how do, you, how do you hold somebody's hand through that process? You know, I actually have not found it a challenge at all. Really? I mean, yeah, there was a couple in the other night, and we actually ran a special that wasn't on our menu, which was octopus head bolognese with our Ooh. handmade pappardelle. Pappardelle. Um, uh, pappardelle. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, um, uh, so two top, and uh, she ordered the octopus head pappardelle, and uh, he ordered the... Um, the lamb uh, neck osobuco. And I was like, I love that table. They are totally adventuresome people. Right. And we do have some unique uh, ingredients on our menu, but I think, you know. Well, once you try it, I mean, it's delicious. I had a little piece in the break, and it's delicious. It's, uh, you know, yeah. just don't be afraid, I guess. It's just to jump in with yeah. both feet. Be, be Live a little bit. Be adventurous. That's right. You know? Yeah. I hear from our, our uh, guests, and I'm sure Zach can tell you more. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of great feedback in um, this gnocchi dish that's running out right now. That, yeah. It's also done with nujo oil, um, almond. Um, there's an almond element, almond milk. Um, the gnocchi are a little bit crispy with clams and mustard greens. Last night, Marcus sold so many of them. I mean, every ticket was like the gnocchi. I wanted to ask you, like, how many did we put out? Because it was like ridiculous. Hey. So I think there's a lot of sophistication in um, our, our guests who come in. I don't yeah. find the menu intimidating. Yeah. It's either. really fun. Right. Uh, how about the Coca Vin? Yes. To stand out, right? <laughs> so, exactly. so talk yeah, let's that? talk about that. So, it, it, it's really now it's a hen, right? Uh, but maybe a rooster in its origin. Uh, that's by definition, uh, isn't that uh, a cock, right? The uh, coca vin, uh, cock and wine. Uh, no, it's it's not a rooster for sure. Not it's a boulder hen. Um, right, but, but so, but just by the terminology itself, that's where the terminology came from. Is the it's supposed to be the biggest, baddest rooster in your yard would be, would go into yeah. the coca van. Right, and actually, I mean, it's traditionally made with red wine, and we are going to have a lot of fun talking about this dish because it's one of those times where, as a chef, it's almost like a kitchen accident, but it turns into this great opportunity. So before we actually had our liquor license um, in hand, we had very limited um, supplies here in at the bindery, and we were testing recipes. But we did have this bottle of kava, and I was like, "Let's use that kava on on the on the chicken dish and check it, you know, just as a temporary uh, measure." 
but we loved it so much that this coca vin became the coca cava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a it's been a nice surprise because a lot of guests that come into the restaurant and they see that listed on the menu are expecting something that more of like red wine forward and are pleasantly surprised by it being made with kava in it. You poured us right. some kava to we begin did, yeah. with, which we'll talk about a little bit uh, yeah. later with Scott, and, and we can delve into whatever we want to talk about, however. But here, here you come right behind it with, uh, what, what else did you pour for us tonight? So in the, in the second glass, um, this is a Bordeaux blend. It's 60% Sauvignon Blanc, 40% Ooh. Semillon. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Beautiful. this is a wine that our, our beverage director, bar manager, Kayla, and I picked because we wanted to have something that was um, seafood-friendly but not too overboard, not too rich. So kind of a nice starter wine that pairs well with things like octopus or um, you could even have it with a rabbit rarebit as well. So something that uh, it's balanced, pleasant, pleasantly acidic that um, kind of is very food friendly. I got to tell you, the, the menu is completely, uh, you're traveling with you, Linda, when you go through your menu. And I spent a couple of hours just taking those travels last night. And I think a lot of people do is they study where they're going to eat. Um, and when you study the bindery, you kind of live a little bit through a small window of your life, uh, which I can really appreciate. Yeah, so I thank so you. wanted to sit down and look at, uh, yeah. look at this with you. Uh, and before we, uh, we broke, I said, black and blushing New York steak, please. And now I can guess, but I don't want to. I'm going to ask the chef, Chef Linda Hampson Fox, to talk about that uh, New York strip. I'm, I'm actually really curious to see what you guess about. Because, uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, I want to take a Do guess. You? Go ahead. Okay. Take a black and blushing? Yeah. I'm going to say that it's uh, charred on the outside and, and rare on the inside. That's, that's it. It's, it. And it's, it sounds kind of simplistic uh, when you think about it, but it actually does take a lot of skill. I think as chefs... Um, some of the simplest dishes are the most difficult because they just need to be executed absolutely right and it's all about technique Um, so in this case uh, that is also true and Clyde's been owning most of that cooking of the black and blushing steak again on the the grill over there Um, it's Let's uh, hey Linda for our viewers here. So uh, on the left because they're front and center on our Instagram. So yep. on our left is Clyde. Yes. And on our right is Marcus. gentleman Marcus. Clyde and Marcus. That way, yep. people when they see it, they can go. Clyde's on the left. Clyde's my guy. Yeah. You know, or they can see Marcus and they're like, I like his look. Marcus is my guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Jake is right there working. Jake's coming expo. in next. He will be. Um, and Clyde is working on our fish. Dish for uh, we have a market fish dish on the menu and it changes and I believe he just put out a steelhead like, salmon. I was going to um, say look like some salmon and some grilled mushrooms on there. Yeah, steelhead salmon. Dish. Yeah, very That's nice. That's good stuff. This is good I'm stuff. telling you what, Greg. From where I'm sitting, all this video is like don't don't kid yourself. This is where you would be sitting. Yeah. When you're dining at the chef's table, I mean, you're seeing it uh, two feet from your face. They're plating all these beers at 125. Is that what we said is the thing? No brainer. Yeah. No brainer. Let me just uh, paint a quick picture because we're just a bit behind and I knew we would have so much to talk about. Uh, But we are at the chef's table at the Bindery. Uh, the Bindery Eatery Market and Bakery. About how long, Linda? You've been running at it six weeks, four weeks? Uh, we are in our sixth week. Six weeks. Yes. Yeah. We, we are kind of one of like those movies that come out at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, really fun, big surprise. Sure. Like I said, um, we're really honored to be voted one of the... Um, uh, 17th? Top- 
It's seventeenth no. best. In, well, I don't know what no, it is. Let me in the top fifteen new restaurants in, in Denver, That's right. we're really excited. The whole crew is. And um, again, as we come to talk about the chef's table a little bit more, um, Zach and I have discussed this idea um, about. Well, since we met, that that was something I really wanted to do. And you know, when you're in your home entertaining, one of the the things that happen is everyone gravitates into the kitchen. And we really wanted to make that a possibility here at the restaurant. And having that happen, um, you know, it's like I'm the hostess and really Zach is the host of this experience. He'll be watching over you, checking yeah. that your glasses are full. Yeah, welcome um, to our home. <laughs> exactly. Take a, take a journey with us. Yep. Um, and, and I think it's really cool that up next, uh, Executive Chef Jake Riley is going to join us. And he's a multifaceted guy. I think he's very interesting, and people are going to love hearing about that. And then tune in at 7 p.m. at the top of the hour. We're going to make sure that you know, along with uh, GM Zach. Zach, what's your last name? Sanders. Boy, that's a tough one. Yeah, that is <laughs> difficult to pronounce. Uh, Zach Sanders, the GM here, and Chef Linda Hampson-Fox. We're going to talk about the chef's table uh, in the 7 o'clock and how you can have a possibility of winning that lottery. And I really do think it is a lottery. Your chance to sit here uh, once a week, they'll open up this chef's table in their kitchen uh, to you and three other lucky guests if you are chosen. And then we'll talk to Kayla. Uh, Kayla's going to talk about the bar program here, and then Scott Hornick's going to come in for Booze in the News with Synergy and uh, the purveyor of wines here at uh, the Bindery Marketplace. So, uh, Jake's up next. You good with that? Absolutely. It looks like Clyde's working on a little something special for us, too, to pair with that wine. I'm assuming that's what he's doing over there. I hope it is. Um, I need to eat something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Zach, anything else you want to say before you? Zach's coming party? back a lot here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, think okay. I, I think I said what I felt like I needed to. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> and then, then you'll join us here at 7 p.m., Zach, and we'll have a, little, a, a, a nice stretch with you as well because I just Perfect. can't wait to catch up with you. Yep. Uh, so we'll do that. All right, let's take Thank a break. You. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Linda Hampton Fox, live from the Bindery. Uh, we are here, 1817 Central Street. It is in Highlands and in your favorite place, Denver, Colorado. We're blessed to live here in such a beautiful, beautiful, uh, well-maintained area. We'll come back. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. All right, back to the chef's table at the Bindery. Uh, it's a great place to be. But real quick, I have to tell you about another restaurant that uh, I'm in love with. And it's because family-owned and operated businesses I'm just so into. And the Goods Restaurant 
it's attached to the tattered cover building on each East Colfax, um, right by East High School. Uh, you know where the place is. It's the good. They're a friendly neighborhood restaurant. They're bar program and their brunch, they're doing great things. They're very uh, mindful of their sourcing and bringing you the best products that they possibly can. If you have dietary restrictions, if you're gluten-free, you'll want to go to the goods. You know why? Because they've got you covered. Go book a holiday party now with 15 or more people, and the goods is going to give you a head start with a $100 gift certificate. Mark Whistler, owner and uh, operator of the Goods Restaurant, he really knows how to make you feel welcome at a neighborhood restaurant. The Goods Restaurant at 2550 East Colfax. Go check them out. It's The Goods. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. In the Kitchen. This is a good one because uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, live from the bindery. And I don't think that we've ever done this. We've done In the Kitchen to where, Jay, we jump people, we give them a call on the phone. And that's really what it's about. It's about being in the kitchen and... um, Seeing, hearing all the noises and the sounds, but we're doing a live broadcast from the Bindery tonight, and with myself, Jay Parker, Jay, this is a really cool, unique experience, right? This is what many people regard as a treat. This is this is just a, a treat, and it really is, and it can be had by one and all. You just have to be yeah. lucky. Tune in the next hour at seven o'clock. We're going to talk right. to you about how you can. Uh, jump in and join this chef's table at the bindery. But in the meantime and in between time, I have to tell you, with uh, Chef Linda Hampson-Fox uh, here, here's your executive chef. And joining the program right now, it's just our pleasure. He's such a nice guy. And Chef Jake Riley, uh, welcome to the Modern Eater Show, Chef. Hey, thanks, guys. It's good to, good to be here. here. Yeah, good. Uh, I always say it's good to be had, you know. At least I'm somewhere and doing something. And you're right. We're right in the thick. First of all, thank you for the hospitality and welcoming, welcoming us into your kitchen. Yeah, you guys are always welcome. You're a very uh, multifaceted guy. Uh, but, uh, Chef, uh, your background just a little bit. Um, uh, where where you've worked before. Yeah, my background... Um before this project, I was working at Whole Foods in a butcher shop. I thought that I was, was there so for cool. a really long time. I was reading about that, and to, and to be a butcher in the world of when you're in the kitchen, it's so nice to know those things of your types of cuts and how they can be utilized and how they'll be cut up well. You find that valuable to be a butcher and a chef at the same time? Yeah, definitely. It really helps us um, bring in different primal cuts. We can break them down, utilize all the product. It's your wheelhouse, right? When you when you when you look at at uh, whether it's a cow or a chicken that hasn't been processed yet, you see the possibilities of the things that you can do and what you can provide to your diners, right? Yeah, definitely, and it gives us kind of that opportunity to use some of those other cuts that people don't usually see so much on different menus, like our beef cheeks and lamb necks and making all our own stocks. Yeah. Definitely. I think even in designing the um, menu, it was really important to me that uh, I mean, it was inspired by some of Jake's skills. Uh, Jake, can you stick around for just a couple minutes? We're going to take a break at the top of the hour. We'll come back. I want to talk about that uh, hoof to tail, you know, uh, you know, right all the way. Snout to tail. I'm sorry. We'll that do sounds that. great. Let's come back. We'll do, take a break. We'll come back. It is the Modern Eater Show live from the Bindery.